It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, I Guarantee You This. And our scripture reference today is taken from 1 Samuel 16, verses 11 through 13. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Why do some churches grow and others do not? That's a question I have long thought about. I've prayed for wisdom. I can't tell you how many books I've read that offered answers and insight. And it's a question people in church occasionally want to wrestle with as well. To be sure, there is much that should be considered when thinking about a response. Here are just a few questions to get you going. What does it mean to grow? How do we know if we are or are not growing? Is church growth the same as the bearing fruit Jesus spoke of? Are we even supposed to grow the church? I'll say I think we do have a calling to work alongside the Spirit to preach Christ and build the kingdom of God. It is God's work. We cannot lose sight of that. We aren't helping God. We're putting the faith God has opened up to us in action. That said, knowing that God is the giver of life, makes us a new creation, and seeks for people to be reconciled unto himself, churches should grow. Now, I won't give you a litany of church growth ideas or explain what it means for the church to grow, and I won't rant about what church growth isn't and what gets in the way. That's something we should do together, face to face. Here's what I want to offer you today. It's one idea that, no matter what you think church growth is, offers a bit of guidance. First, think back to that day in Jesse's home. The prophet Samuel had gone to anoint a new king. He didn't know which of Jesse's sons would be the new king. He was wrong each time he guessed. Give Samuel a little credit. He didn't question God's command. He didn't even second guess himself. Once he saw that none of Jesse's sons was to be anointed, he asked Jesse if all his sons were present. There remains yet the youngest, he said. When David came in from keeping the sheep, God told Samuel he was the one. Once Samuel anoints David in the presence of his brothers, the text says something important. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. David began as the forgotten son. From that moment on, his trajectory changed. He grew into the king we still know to be Israel's greatest. Now, David would have still been king after Samuel anointed him. He still would have defeated Goliath and been all that we remember him to be. But, thinking of church growth, there's an expectation that grows from that moment after Samuel anoints David. Now that we know he will be king and that the Spirit of God came over him, we can look on the rest of David's story with expectation. That expectation is affirmed when we see David in victory. It is challenged when we learn of his shameful acts. Expectation defines the rest of David's life told in Scripture after that day with Samuel. I think expectation goes a long way to growing the church.
What kinds of expectations do we have of each other? What kinds of attitudes, perspectives, and accountability do we expect each person to have? If you think it's too much to have expectations of those in church, reread some of the New Testament letters, please. Expectations are there. In my church, people make vows and become members. Do we truly expect people to be faithful to those vows? Everyone I've asked has said yes, but it really comes across as a, well, I hope they just come to church attitude. We should be able to expect the best from each other. That doesn't mean we're ready to exile someone who falls short of God's glory. We'd all be gone. But it does mean we care enough about each other and the work of God to share high expectations. I expect you to pray. I expect you to be in worship. I expect you to tithe. I expect you to be learning more about scripture and what it means to be a faithful follower of Jesus. I expect you to be a witness to Christ. If you don't expect that from me, what kind of godly fellowship do we truly have? Because that's what God has called us to do. And as we live into God's expectations, I guarantee you this. The church grows. Stay blessed.